to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. The race car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, this is Asinine Radio. This is the number one music podcast in the world. This oh. is a good one. This is a big one. We're in the third week of March, I think, of 2012, right in the midst of some call a pandemic. But we're here to pod for all of you, for all of you people out there. Uh, so yeah, this is Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media, at Asinine Radio. Uh, my name is Tyler, way out there in the ether, far away, the hundreds of miles ether. away. This Jeff. Yeah. He's here. He's yeah. here too. We're both here. Yeah. We're here to have a good yeah. time. That's what it is. Yeah. But also stay tuned for our album of the week because we're doing the Sum 41 album, All Killer No Filler, and we're also going to rank all of their albums. So Jeff... Oh, I forgot to say, we're going to start with our Fearless Beer Review, then our Songs of the Week, and then we're going to wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. Now let's get into the Fearless Beer Review. Jeff, go. Uh, I wanted to speak as fast as I could, okay. and that was very difficult. Okay. Do you remember back in like the 90s, I think it was, and you you did like the disclaimer at the end of the commercial? I don't know if they still do it, but I've, I remember hearing that urban legend where you couldn't speed up your voice to get in all of the disclaimer stuff, so you had to have a real person talk. And so what? they would hire these people to talk really, really fast. I n- never heard that as a rumor, but that's weird. Yeah, it's true, though. Is it? I don't know, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still do it on like radio now. Because I remember there was a guy that could talk really, really fast. He was like the, the twista of infomercials. And he could just like talk really, really fast because they weren't allowed to just do a normal talking and speed it up. Because I was like... It's shiesty or something. That's really bizarre. Whatever. Never heard that. Well, Never ever heard that. Well, it sounds like you opened it already, huh? That was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, we have our Fearless Beer Review. Uh, who wants to go first here? Who wants to talk about Who wants to start talking first? Starting in my hand. So, uh, you know, here's, yeah, here go we go. Uh, my beer I got, it's from Second Shift Brewing, which is in uh, St. Louis or St. Louis. I don't know how you say it. But it's called Coffee Liquid Spiritual Delight. Coffee LSD. It's an imperial stout with coffee. It's actually brewed with uh, Blueprint Coffee, a local local St. Louis joint. That's how they talk in Missouri. 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 Honestly, besides when I was out there, when was the last time you had something that wasn't a stout on the pod? It's probably been months. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, you you always drink stouts now. I feel like I feel like at one point I had the fresh squeeze from Deschutes, mm-hmm. but that had to have been like six months ago. Yeah, at least it's probably the last time I was out there before. A yeah, weeks ago. possibly. <laughs> I'm a stoutman. What can I say? That's clearly, man, and I'm a haze bro because I got a, I got a hazy one today. Oh boy! Uh, this one is called a one man mosh pit 
from Surly Brewing Company. It's a hazy IPA. Um, and if you couldn't guess, I picked it strictly because it's uh, it's called One Man Mosh Pit, and that drew my attention. Also, all the pink and black colors on it. Um, I'm a child, so I get distracted easily. Uh, it's 7.2 ABV. It's one pint. It's in a can. They sell in a six-pack cans as well as uh, tap. On the can, it says, an absurd dose of Amarillo, Citra, and Mosaic dry hopping hoists this IPA above the fray. Juicy and hazy, it's the perfect soundtrack to the music in your head. Running in a circle and shoving yourself is optional. Dang, that's a long description for your beer. It really is, right? You ready? You got your sport? You ready to go? Yeah, mine's mine's eleven and a half percent. I would just throw that Fuck, out there. Man. You're gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna get rocked, homie. I'm gonna get rocked. You are. <laughs> get my socks <laughs> rocked off, probably. More than likely, yeah. Especially with what we're talking about. Rock my socks off. All right, you ready for this? Oh, it smells so good. Mine does too. Here we go. I am. Whoa, that's good. Has some mango taste to it. That's good. That's good, 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 good stuff. So what do you give your, what is it called again? Uh, Something nasty? Coffee, (laughs) coffee, (laughs) LSD, coffee, liquid, spiritual delight. So what would you give it out of our three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but it's good to try once. And zero is, you know. Liquid trash. Liquid spiritual delight. Um, I just had another one of like the best beers I've ever had in my life last night. It was like a maple breakfast coffee stout, and it was just it, it was mind-blowingly good. This is also mind-blowingly good. I'm hesitant to give it such a high rating right now just because I'm kind of just on the on that edge of just I'm really excited. I'm all fired up, ready to go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a two point five, but it's probably gonna go up. All right, all right, that's good. It's not bad, not bad at all. Wait, where's your brewery from? It's from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, St. Louis, that's right. Okay, that's good, 2.5, that's solid for you, but I'd probably give it like a one, but okay. Uh, yeah, my, my one-man mosh pit from Surly Brewing, I'm going to have to give it uh, 2.7 out of three. It's It's fruity, it's tasty, it's refreshing, it's citrusy. It's what I like in a haze. It's not the best haze, but it's a solid, solid haze. I can't give it a a perfect. But I will say their brewery sounds really, really cool. It, they're in Minnesota. Uh, started back in like 2005, uh, and they started in an abrasives factory. Like I guess the guy who who started this brewery, his parents owned an abrasive company. I don't really know what that is. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently they 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 Sponges? convinced. He can, I don't know, maybe, or like metal working. I don't, or like sealant or paint. I don't know. But you're like, just naming everything I'm on just the naming face everything. of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> I'm thinking of anything <laughs> abrasive. Uh, but yeah, so so he like convinced his parents to to portion part of the warehouse and so he can create his brewery and it just blew up from there because there were, at the time, apparently there were no breweries it was really hard to find anything outside of like the common beers in Minnesota because it's, you know, cold like Minnesota over there. Oh, um, I forgot about that song. So bad. But, you know, it's pretty cool. And they, in their website, they, uh, they seem really into their community and like they have something going on like at least once a month where they, they 
they give back to the community by doing like um like cleaning up trash or they they do stuff for their community which is really cool too i like that so they're very very proactive and yeah they're they're really they seem really cool and they have looks like they have a lot of really good beer a lot of different styles but so good on surly brewing they sound cool if i lived in minnesota if i was in minnesota i'd go there for sure minneapolis minneapolis wait what i think they're in minneapolis Oh, you looked them up? I was looking up what the fuck abrasives are. <laughs> Abrasive is a material, often a mineral, that is used to shape or finish a workpiece through rubbing. Oh. So like sandpaper? Yeah, so like sandpaper, basically, but probably on like a much larger scale, probably. So they either had a sandpaper factory or a, a SOS, like scrubber. I don't know. But... You know, like I like I normally do, I go into Beer Advocate. I kind of look through the comments, and I had to bring this up because it's it's your boy Raul again, again. Yeah, it's your boy Raul. What? I looked out for. Are you I looked out for him too. Yeah, I looked out for him. I looked for his. I actually uh, hit you know Control Find and typed in Raul, and it came up. He was like How? the fourth comment down. This guy drinks so much beer. Yeah, this was posted. Um, this was posted on February fifteenth of this year, twenty twenty. Um, let's see here. This is what he said. He gave it a 3.73 out of five. He says, I like the name. I do. But the name would be more badass if the beer tasted better. When I first saw the can, I was thinking Dead Kennedys or YOB. But here, this is more like rocking out to Alanis Morissette. Well, it's not that bad, but it's just bland. Too bland like going to Joshua Tree and not taking mushrooms. Peace. There you go. <laughs> Dude, Raul Mondesi. <laughs> The baseball legend? Can I call, can we call him a legend? You can call him a legend, sure. Okay. In certain circles, he's definitely a legend. If this is actually him, that that's impressive. Very, very impressive. So I, I um I'm on his beer advocate rating site, <laughs> Raul Mondesi. He's re- he's reviewed fourteen ninety eight, one thousand four hundred and ninety eight beers. That's so many fucking beers. That's reviews, right? So that's like <laughs> something that he had to write a review for. He's he's rated fifteen seventy one. Dang, the guy's a monster. He is monster on the field and a monster, you know, when it comes to drinking beer. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Ah, <sighs> okay. Are we good to move on from the fearless beer review into the yeah, songs? Of the week? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, so. Yeah, this is, these are the songs of the week. We each pick one song uh, that we've been listening to or we kind of want want other people to hear. We bring it to the table, and what do you got, Jeff? See, see when you put it like that, it's, this isn't like a song that I want people to hear because I just don't care. The song's not even really that great or anything. It's just, then why did you pick it? I don't know, because it was like stuck in my head all week, and we just had a lot of company over, so I didn't have a time to do a lot of things in the realm of like listening to music and things like that. Oh, I didn't mean to play that. Sorry. Oh, a little teaser. <laughs> how did this even get stuck in your head? Were you watching like The Adventures of Pete and Pete or something? No, I I, I sing the song sometimes if like Renee leaves or if like somebody leaves the house, and so that I'll say, I'll sing the hook to this, just as like wow. a joke. But then I realized I I, just, I realized I know I don't know who sings this song. I don't I don't know anything about this song other than actually like the only line that's repeated throughout the whole song. Sing it. There she goes. Oh, I thought you were actually going to sing it. Oh, thought you were going to be a good guy and do it. Nope, I'm a bad guy. But am I really bad guy? That's a record Ralph reference. Oh, I thought you were trying to make a Billie Eilish reference, but that's okay. So should we play it? Should you want to talk about it some more? What I do mean, you I can do? talk about it some more. So um, 
the song the song was I think most people will probably know it from the the cover of it. The cover what the fuck was there trying to say? Cover it? Yeah, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. I don't either because I don't know a band that covered the song. Okay, so the song is called There She Goes. The <laughs> it was originally by the Laws. The yeah. L A apostrophe S, the Laws. Laws, mm-hmm. I don't know. But but that that's that version came out in like not eighty eight or something, like eighty nine. Yeah. Long time way ago. Back when. But the cover of it was by uh, Sixpence, None the Richer. Oh, and that okay. one came out in '99. And as we know, we we even kind of talked about it early on. They're famous for their song "Kiss Me." Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that newfound glory eventually covered and made a lot better. But yeah, Sixpence, uh, None the Richer. That came out in '99, and that's probably the version people know more. Yeah, probably. Even though they're almost identical, and the way the guy sings in the laws is very high. And Sick Pence, None the Richer, is a female vocalist, so they do sound very, very similar. But the song's interesting because there's no, it's just, it's the same thing over, it's just, it's, it's just a chorus over and over and over and over and over and over. Nothing changes, nothing else happens. That's what makes it for a good song. Look at Kiss. They've been doing that since the 70s. That's it's true. Like, you know, I don't know. Rock any, and Roll All Night. I don't know any other thing of that Rock and Roll All Night song, right? I don't either. I don't think anybody does. Maybe there's nothing who, else. Who know that song. What if there's like hidden verses that we didn't even realize are actually in that song there i think there are actually <laughs> you know remember uh like months ago i was going i i thought it was going to be a good idea to yes. try to go through like bands discographies when they have like 20 records yeah that was a whole and i thought kiss idea. was going to be a good I- yeah i thought kiss was going to be a good idea and i was kind of excited and i got i, I put on their first record i listened to like two songs and it was actually pretty good but then I turned it off because I wanted to go back to it later, like and really kind of concentrate on it. But then I never went back and did that. But I, those first two songs off that first record were actually pretty good. <laughs> it was kind of like blue. It was pretty bluesy. It was weird. Not what I expected from Kiss at all. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Throw it out there. But anyway. There anyway, she yeah. goes. <sighs> let's just let's just play. This I think this version's not as exciting as the the cover. 
and it's a very short song too. It's only two and a half minutes long, or a little over two and a half minutes. Nothing happens. Very short. Yeah, there's nothing going on. Yeah, exactly. It's just, just whatever. I mean, it's good. It's catchy. But it's just, yeah. it's just catchy because like they just say the same thing. So like it's, it has to be catchy. Like, there's no way it cannot be catchy. It kills yeah, it. True. <laughs> true. Very, very true. Uh, did you listen to the rest of the album? No. <laughs> no interest. You were not that invested. In not the song didn't make it onto like any kind of playlist that I have either. I just, I mean, it's not. It's so weird that you would just choose this, just because it gets stuck in your head. I think I like I like this song in the context of me sitting at a bar and then I walk in the bar and maybe the song is like on the last half of its the play playtime, mm-hmm. and I sit down and I go, oh yeah, dude, this song I know this song, but you don't really know who sings it, but now I do. Now I can drop that knowledge onto people. That's true. You can. It's good knowledge too. Oh, this is six pence, none the wiser. Or fuck, whatever the Richard. band's called. <laughs> <laughs> They're all a bunch of English folk. Are they? Fun fact, the original guy that wrote the There She Goes song is from Liverpool, and he's an Everton fan. What? Mm-hmm. How is that? You know how it is, ma'am. How can do. you be? That's 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 dumb. That's well, dumb. I mean, they Everton is from Liverpool. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, I thought Everton was its own city. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Oops. It could be. Another, I don't know. I don't know. They have like fucking a million cities for like a, a plot the size is like half the size of California. Yeah, that's it's like true. they have way too many cities. And the city of Manchester has two in the pro leagues. It, so it just that. it should just be one. They should the whole the entire continent of that area should just be called Liverpool. <laughs> That's a dumb idea. And they should all just root for Liverpool, the football team. Liverpool. Why do you Why do you have an accent when you said Liverpool? Liverpool. Yeah, you did. You 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 threw on an accent. That's there. how you say Liverpool. See now you, you're trying to do it now, Liverpool. but you didn't do it. Right. <laughs> they don't say L's, right? They say Liverpool. You know, out of all like Liverpool? the accents, right, or all the the voices that you do that you've ever made in your life, I don't think I've ever heard you do a British accent. Because I'm not good at it. It's bad. Oh, and ex- I'm sorry. I take that back. It, you you do the not today, not tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's true. That's your that's fi- true. your your made up Harry Potter line <laughs> that you swear is in the movies, but it's not. It was. It was in the second movie. It was a deleted <laughs> it's scene. <not>. It's <laughs> when not. Snape was talking to Horace, and then they had the bird come in, and the bird actually talked. They wanted the bird, the Hagrid, <laughs> to talk. What's the bird's name? <laughs> bird. The bird doesn't the. There are no birds that talk in that movie. In those movies, or books. yeah, Hagrid. There's a phoenix. Hagrid's That's a bird. a bird. Yeah, I know, but the phoenix doesn't talk. It, it's a bird. Doesn't Hagrid have a bird? Hagrid have a bird? No, he doesn't have a bird. He doesn't he ever a have a pet. Like an owl has, or something. Maybe an owl. No. He had a dog and he had a dragon briefly. I don't think you've seen these movies, Tyler. I hundred percent have seen them. You're just you sure you're just trying to bird? get me all riled up. I'm pretty well, damn sure owls. Hagrid had, had a bird. Oh, now there's owls. No. At first there were no there, birds, now there's owls. Owls are birds, owls. bro. But the owls, owls don't talk. Birds. Hagrid had a owl. He did not have an owl. Yes, he did. It was like his he messenger. He's, that's how he contacted Harry Potter to begin with. Yeah, but it it, it could have just been any owl. It wasn't necessarily his dude, owl. I'm, I'm just like making all of this up. I know you none are. Of this, <laughs> I, I did, like none of this. <laughs> I have any idea. You were, you were doing like pretty good there for a second you could have passed off that you knew what you were talking about but i know that you've never seen them so I, I uh, no yeah that's correct i read the first book 
Yes. But that's it. That, that's it. That's, that, yeah. that, that's where my story ends. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. All right. Let's get into my pick. Let's move on. I went with um, Iggy Pop and uh, his song Little Know-It-All. And as song came up on my Discover Weekly playlist, maybe like a month and a half ago. Um, I didn't know it was Iggy Pop until I looked at my phone and it was, and I was shocked. It was really, really good. And that was that I put it on my playlist and I've been wanting to play this song on the pod for several Mm -hmm. weeks now. And this is completely coincidental. I swear to, I swear Mm -hmm. to everything. This is completely coincidental. Swear to me. I was putting this, I was going to put this song on this week's episode before we even decided on what album we were going to do. And then come to find out, Derek Wibley, the singer from Sum 41, co-wrote this song, and he, he used to play the song with the band Sum 41, Derek like on Wibley. David Letterman and shit. <laughs> exactly. But it was completely coincidental that we were happened to do the Sum 41 album. It's weird. It's really, really weird. But well, there weird, you go. If you ask me. It came off his album, like, I think in 19, or 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 2005. Oh, no, not 2005. I don't even know. I'm all over the place. What do you know? <sighs> no, it's off his 14th album. The album's called Skull Ring. Came out in 2003. Um, so yeah, it features, like I said, the guys from Sum 41. The album features uh, Billy Joe Armstrong on a few of the songs, co-wrote them. Uh, Peaches, The Trolls, and The Stooges. I didn't get a chance to listen to this album, but I, I will probably soon because it does sound really cool. And this song is really good. So I'm going to play a little bit of Little Know-It-All by Iggy Pop. There you go, Iggy Pop and the song "Little Know It All." Did you like that song? No. We got, we got Sloan in here today, and he's goofing off on his phone. That was he distracted me. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Sloan? He's looking at coronavirus news. He's freaking out. I did like that song. It was good, right? Yeah, it was really good. And uh, Derek Wibley, his voice actually really it blended well with uh, Iggy Pop's voice. Yeah, and then after finding out, you know, he co-wrote it and he sang on it, too. I can totally hear him after that. Like, it's crazy. That signature, like, rasp that he's kind of got going on. 
And then I, I watched the, they played it on Letterman with some, or he played it on Letterman with uh, some 41. It was really cool too. And just like, he pops a great front man, but I never really got into the Stooges or, or his, any of his solo stuff either. I just, but like everything I've heard has been good, but I've never dived deep into it. So maybe someday we'll, I, we'll do a Stooges album or something. That would be cool. I've, I've always wanted to, I, I never have either. Just no one I ever grew up with in any of my circles ever listened to like the Stooges. And so I just never was like, like anything with, with the, with the Melvins. Like I just, I never knew anybody that listened to the Stooges. And so there yeah. was never a chance for me to, to get my feet wet. That's exactly how it was too. It's the Melvins too. The, I've, the few songs I've heard have been really good, but I've never gone past that, past those few songs. And there's so, so. much to choose from. It's hard yeah. to get your feet wet when you don't know where to go. But see, we also know with your history, even if a friend does like a certain band, you will not listen to them. You will not listen to them until it's force-fed down your throat, like, you know, over the last three or four months. Change the record. (laughs) It's true, though. You know it's true. (laughs) Oh, it's so damn true. All right. Well, yeah, that's my pick. It's a solid song. So I'm going to listen to the rest of that record, and maybe I'll go back and listen to all the Stooges and eventually do them. Because why not? I got the time. I got the time. <sighs> All right, let's move on mm. to some new music that has been released this week. Uh, the first thing we have here is The Bomb Pops. The Bomb they Pops. They put out their new record, their second record, even though they've been a band since like 2010. This is only their second record. Earlier. What? Early. I think they were a band in like 2007. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they've been around for a long time. But That's a very long time with only releasing two albums. Yeah, and their first album came out in 2017. So it's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, they put out their new one called Death in Venice Beach. I think it's a solid record. I like it a lot. Um, it's straight pop punk. But I don't know. There's something about it that catches my attention. I think it's a good album. But And the Bomb Pops are growing on me, man. They're good. Well, you got really no choice. They're force-feeding it down your throat. A lot of websites are. Or more particularly, particularly, fuck. Punk News. Punk News talks about them all the time. And then now that they're on Fat Records, they're all over. They were even in No Effects' new music video, but we'll talk about that. Oh, might as well talk about it now. Talk about it No Effects today put out a new song and a new music video for, uh, yeah, their song called I Love You More Than I Hate Me. It was an interesting video. Jeff hated it, but the Bomb Pops are in it and they play, they're like in the background at a party and they're playing this new No Effects song and the rest of the, the band No Effects are doing things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's kind of a fucked up video, but... I'm just, I'm tired of No Effects and I'm tired of their videos and I'm tired of them trying to push the envelope and I'm I'm tired of them trying to bring... I feel like they they only do these things because they're still kind of on the on the cusp of that that thing they said about the Vegas shooter. Mm. And so that's still a little fresh in our minds. And so they, they kind of do this thing to divert that negative attention away from themselves, which I th- I mean, it's, it's hard for me to, to criticize because you can never have too many music videos that bring kind of like suicide awareness to light. But I'm just yeah. tired of these guys doing this shit. Just fucking over it. They're, I, I completely th- disagree with you. No effects are complete sellouts, and they should have done this like... That's fine selling 15 out. 15 years ago. If but they, but see, they technically they haven't it. sold out. They never went you're to right, a major label. Right, they never right, sold you're out. Right, you're right. Like if there's a line in the sand, 
where mm-hmm. if you cross that line, you are 100% a sellout. Fat Mike has his toes on the edge of that no, line. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. So far on the edge of that line that his gut sticks over that line. <laughs> no, you're so wrong because no everything No Effects has done, they've done themselves. No radio airplay, no music video airplay. They play they've No Effects on the radio. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They play No Effects on K-Rock. Get out Bullshit, of here. Bullshit, they do not. They've never once played, played them on K-Rock. Never. They play Leave It Alone. They play Bottles to the Ground. No, they don't. No, they yes, they don't. Do. Yes, they do. That's bullshit. I don't even listen do. to the radio that much, and I know they play them on K-Rock. They do not. GTFO. That means get the maybe, fuck in Maybe, here. Maybe college radio. Maybe college radio. College radio. But not, not mainstream radio. Yeah, I know. That's like a, something archaic, but... Anyway, yeah, they put out a new one. Tired of them. The song's not even that great. Yeah, the song's whatever. Just over it. But the the message in the video was was effective. And you know that's true. You were just a fussy man. That's what it comes down to. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't don't know why I had such dislike for no effects. I think it's because when they did that whole thing with Stone Brewing and they were all about it and they're plugging it and Fat Mike did nothing. Fucking showed up. Shook a few hands, signed a few autographs, <laughs> kissed a few that's babies. That's what every and took band off. does. Not every band, but a lot of a lot of bands. That's what they do when they collaborate with beer companies. Yeah, a lot of big sellout bands like No Effects. Ah, you're so dumb. Who cares? Anyway, who cares if they sold out? You're dumb. Who cares? You're who dumb. Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Phantom Planet. They uh, they've been around for a long time. If you don't know who they are, they're the ones who sang the song California. Great song. And they put out solid music ever since then. I feel like they have. And the song is good. It's not bad. It's not great. But I still not like what it I enough. expected from Phantom Planet. True. But when was the last time you honestly listened to their music? Besides the guest. I only listened to... I only listened to the guest. And then the album right after. Exactly. It, sometimes. Exactly. Was the guest so you, one that had Jason Schwartzman on it? Or is that a different... That was the last one that had Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. yeah. Their first two records had Jason on it. And then... He left the band. But anyway, here's the song, uh, the new song called Time Moves On.
there you go some new music from phantom planet and their new album called devastator is out may 8th so get into that i'll be checking it out i'm a pretty big fan of phantom planet so yeah they're pretty they're pretty cool i don't i don't um i don't hate them i don't love them i like them never heard a bad song yeah true but i'm just not i don't know i'm just not like excited about it you know what i mean yeah, I, get it. I I think I just have more of a history with them than than you do, but that probably. that's probably why. Yeah, I mean I've seen them so not so many, probably like six or seven times. I only yeah. seen them once. Where did you see them at? I saw them at the uh, UCI at uh, University oh. of California Irvine's outdoor or something. It was like a street fair or some shit that they had. I don't know. But they were playing. Was Jason still in the band? Uh, this was, I, I, this was like, I think I was still in high school cause I had my camp counselor drive us. And so I didn't wow. really know like anything and I had no idea. I didn't even know Jason was like a movie star kind of musician until like years later. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's good stuff, man. Oh, I, I didn't know too until this week, but the bass player in Phantom Planet is also the keyboardist for Maroon 5. Oh. Yeah. He's been the keyboardist for them for like... The last five years or something like that. I do like Maroon 5, though. I think their first record's good. I think a lot of stuff that even come out nowadays, I think it's solid. Like, all their singles that they do, I think are fucking good. They're okay. I don't know. I just... Some, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's, it's just because... It's their Levine. image, and it's, it's, it's the way... He has, like, the Fred Durst disease, right? Like, he... he yeah, but... opens his mouth too much and does too many stupid things. But I feel like he's he's too arrogant. Like, he's more... It's like he's not self-aware. Like at least Fred Durst was like self-aware, kind of. So it made it okay, and it's especially made it okay now. No, Fred Durst is definitely self-aware now. Like he knows. And yeah, I think even not, back then he knew. I don't think he knew back then. I think he. I he was think cool. he did. No, I'm pretty sure he knew. <laughs> I don't know. Let me. I'll, I'll give him a call after we finish the pod, and I'll ask him. Him and Dexter Holland. I still don't know. <laughs> you still don't know. Don't know. Oh shit! It's so dumb. All right. Let's, let's keep it within the, the early 2000s. Uh, 18 Visions, they didn't put out a new song, but what they did do, and I didn't know this until this week, but it, it looks like they're re-recording some of their songs from their uh, their Vanity album. And I think that's really weird and kind of dumb because like this this reworked, ver- not reworked, but this re-recorded version of, um, of uh, You Broke Like Glass sounds almost identical to the original. But there's some slight differences in his vocals, but I don't know. It's it's weird. Did you like the, the, did you like this, right? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. But what's the what's the quality like of the vanity thing? Is that like bad like a demo tape no. or something? No, not at all. It's their second record. It was the last record to feature the singer from Bleeding Through. I don't understand why they would want to re record it then. Well, no, 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 because the, the singer from Bleeding Through played guitar and wrote all the music for eighteen visions on their first two albums, including the Vanity album. And then he he quit he quit eighteen visions to start bleeding through and sing and switch to vocals. So I don't know why that I don't know why they're re-recording some of these, but I mean the I think that Vanity is an amazing record. It's really good, but yeah, to re-record it, I just don't understand it because the quality is not bad at all. That's the only just, reason why any re-recording should ever be done is is to in, increase the quality. It's not though because I the only thing that's kind of different quality wise is like it's very specific to that era of music. You know what I mean? Like that sound of music at the time. 
that kind of tone with like the the different the kind of like the cracking snare and just everything kind of sounds more open and it's not as like condensed together. Like what bleeding through sense. sounded like? No, not no, because bleeding through has always kind of sounded like jumbled. I'm trying to. I could play the original version if you want, but I mean, uh, if it's that important, uh, I don't know. I, I don't uh, think it's really that big of a jump, except for I think the vocals are the biggest thing for me. That and kind of the quality of the song. But anyway, here's the uh, here's the reworked version for anybody out there, Justin, especially because Justin loves 18 Visions. Here's the new version of uh, "You Broke Like Glass." I'm glad at least you like it. So that's kind of cool. Are you glad? I am. Because I want to play the original too right now. Okay. okay. I'll just play I'll play part of it. Cuz why not? Here we go. There you go. There's a little bit of the original version, but it sounds almost identical, right? Yeah. Except for like some of the vote, the what he does vocally, and then the very beginning is really kind of the only difference musically. I feel, but I don't know. I like both versions. I think they both sound good. But there you go. Eighteen Visions are rad, and the Vanity album is really great. So go check it out, and I guess go check out the new song again if you want. Here we go. Soil work. Uh, this band <laughs> was pretty popular when we were in high school back in the early two thousands. Man, all these bands are from the early 2000s. What's the other band that you... Oh, Taproot. Taproot, yeah, yeah, Taproot. Yeah. They're, they're like bad, but I still like them. <laughs> um, <laughs> soil Work. But yeah, Soil Work were, were cool too back in the like 2002, 2003, whatever. But yeah, they put out a new one called Desperado. Um, sounds like Soil Work. I don't know. If you're familiar with their music and you like it, you'll probably like this. It's not... It's good. Mm. It's not great. It's not bad. It's forgettable. Yeah, you said what? You listened to it yesterday and you don't remember what it no, was? No, I listened to it like two hours ago today. <laughs> and I have no recollection of the song whatsoever. Uh, that's fine. I, like like during the song, I probably got abducted. Probably. Or it was just like so great that you just kind of blacked out. 
That is also a possibility, even though it it's is. never happened before. I've never seen anything it, that great. Well, that's not true. Remember when we go when we went and saw corn? <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, that, yeah. Maybe like my top five hundred best corn <laughs> performances I've ever been to. That was that was up there. But other you know, that, honestly, no. when I took you to that dubstep one with them, you were you were impressed. I you was honestly not were. impressed. I was. Young. I knew you were. I was. This is like This is like not even ten years ago. Yeah, I was in my teens. You're dumb. My that twenty was a solid teens. Show. <laughs> 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 okay, the last new song we have here is uh, another oldie, Newfound Glory, classic pop punk band. Put out a new song called Nothing to Say. I don't really have anything to say about this one. Yeah. So. The last one they put out, The Greatest of All Time, I think it was That called. was a good song. That yeah. was a fucking banger. But this one, uh, this one's okay. This is yeah, right. it's, it's run-of-the-mill NFG. Yeah. Go check it out, though. It's called Nothing to Say, yeah. if you want to. Okay, last thing here. We'll just blow through this quick. Danzig, Glenn Danzig, he's putting out a new album called Danzig Sings Elvis, and it's out April 17th. Um, I'm very interested in this. It could be either really good or really bad, but more than likely it's going to be really bad. So but, stay tuned for that. So he's what? just doing a bunch of Elvis covers, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's what he's so, doing. So Elvis was terrible. Like We hate Elvis. <laughs> this couldn't be worse. This has <laughs> to be better. There's no way it could be worse. Especially with your newfound love of Danzig. And yeah. Yeah. I love Maybe. Danzig. I love like the way his voice is. Like he's he should have been born or he should have been like a musician in the fifties. Yeah, he would have been it. good in the fifties. Yeah. But look, he killed it in the eighties and he killed it in the nineties. And now he's about to kill in the twenty twenties. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Maybe we'll do this album on the album of the week. Oh, that'd be so good. <sighs> that'd be it might be fun. It might be fun. Because we did Elvis once and it wasn't that fun. It, I mean it wasn't that it was not fun, it was just underwhelming. Let's just say that. Yeah. Um the last thing here, I mean, when I wrote this on the note, when I wrote this in the notes, it kind of like, it was more shocking, but now the way things are. Now um, it's old news. <laughs> it, it's just super old news. And I just put down, everyone's canceling their tours because of the coronavirus. So yeah. there you go. Pretty much everything's been canceled or postponed. I, there's only there's only a few shows that are still going on within the next few months. So. A lot of bands now are doing live stream shows, like Dropkick Murphy's Code Orange. A lot of bands are doing these live stream shows. Yeah. And I don't know if I like them or not. I mean, it's a cool idea, but it's not I don't it's not something that can really take it's not something that could take the place of actually going and experiencing it. Like would person. you Okay, so if you had bought tickets to like a Dropkick Murphy show, they got canceled yeah. for the coronavirus. And they said, hey, we're putting out a live stream. You can just watch us play. Would you even watch it? I mean, if if I could return my ticket and then watch it, then yeah. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't have still have paid $55 or however much it was to watch them play on my computer or on my TV. I don't even know if I would watch it. Like, I just, I like live music live. I don't like my live music in my headphones. See, I like watching, like, on YouTube, I like watching concerts and stuff. I do that all the time. Uh, but I actually did it yesterday, but yeah, for, for something like that, I just, to replace it with a live stream just seems stupid. I, I don't, it's dumb. It's weird. It. It's weird too, because, because there's no sports and the kids don't have school. Like the days just kind of just like mean nothing. 
because <laughs> you have nothing to do. Right? Well, I work from home, and so like every yeah. day is like a work day, and so it's like the days just they mean nothing. There is no Sundays because usually like Sundays football's on. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, Sunday's football, laundry, whatever. And then we start the week and we make our lunches, go shopping. But now it's just, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, everything, I get it. Everything just feels like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing this pod on a Monday. Weird. At 5.01. Yeah. And then this pod on a Monday, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. It's it's a mess. But that, I don't want to talk anymore about this stupid virus. Uh, so let's just end this and uh, move on to the album of the week. Go check it out because we're doing the Sum 41 album, All Killer, No Filler. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. You can also go on to social media, onto all the social media, or most of the social media platforms, and you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Um, I mean, you can follow us on there, but you can rate, review. Fuck, man. I am just... Yeah. I'm not having a good time right now. That's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so... That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Wash your hands. 